Genie Starwind's ship is way cooler than the Bebop. The Bebop's like a piece of shit. Yeah. It's like a giant piece of shit floating in space. <laughs> Some gigantic god just took a shit, and, and out came the Bebop. And then somebody was like, oh, let's let's just hitch a ride on this giant piece of shit. Shiaki is losing it right now. Losing it. <laughs> I just had this image of a giant ass in space. And a spaceship just... You just heard the song, Innocence, from the anime Sword Art Online by the artist Aoi Air. And this is episode 158, that's 158, of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. Broadcasting live from Japan. Our sole mission is to make your anime addiction worse. So get those needles out, it's time to be a druggie. Of, of anime. Of anime. Of anime. Just, just, just say anime. You can find us at our homepage, www.aaapodcast.com. We're also on iTunes, so come visit us on iTunes. It's a good place to listen to us. We're also oh, and don't on... forget to rate us on iTunes. Oh, don't forget to rate us, because I love ratings. We love them. We love reading them, too. We're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Anime Addicts Anonymous Podcast. And broadcasting live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Ustream.tv at Ustream.tv forward slash channel forward slash anime dash addicts dash, dash anonymous dash podcast come check it out it's a fun time interact with us be Have part a of party the, be part of the show you know it we're friendly we won't bite hard <laughs> so so i am your host mitsugi tonight and joining me is chiaki we were going to have we were going to have roko he was he says oh sure this sure is- Traditional Roko. This is so Roko. So, oh, oh, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm coming on. Yeah, um, I'm gonna review Sword Art on Sword Art Online. Yeah, it'll be good. And um, then eight hours later, he wakes up and he says, "Oh man, oh, oh man, I'm so sorry. I, I was so drunk last night. So drunk. I totally forgot I had concert tickets tonight. Can't do it. So of course, I'd already told Kimiko. Kimiko." We were going to have Roko on because you were on last week. So, and 
she already made plans. So, Roko screwed me. You but but not not literally. Please don't write fan fiction. They won't like it. Actually, write fan fiction. Please don't encourage the mob. <laughs> I love the mob, Mitsugi. Love you guys. Love you. So, so do you have a website announcement, Chiaki? I do have a website announcement. I'm sure as a lot of you probably noticed, um, and hopefully not too many new listeners noticed, there were some website issues. Um, as I mentioned a while ago, I am doing a website revamp. It is taking me a lot longer than what I thought it would be. Um, a combination of moving to another country, starting a new job, and having that job be six days a week kind of cuts down on your time to just sit and develop. But I am getting to a point where I am hoping to have it out um, before the new year. So because I will be working on it, um, you may see uh, some funny things on occasion. Um, I'm going to try to be good about if I do have things that I'm working on and that I'm testing, I will put up a front page that just says, oops, sorry, um, I'm... Uh, Chiaki's messing with things again. Chiaki's messing with things again. So, um, if you see that page, please don't be alarmed. Um, and I promise that page will have links to the forum, um, and links to the forum, links to iTunes, links to just about everything you could want links to aside from anything on the actual website. Um, and hopefully I won't keep it up for longer than an hour or two. But the new site is going to be very different. Um, than the current site. It's a complete revamp. Um, a lot of things will change. I plan on adding a lot of things that I think you guys will like. Um, and I've really tried to listen to everyone's suggestions and the site's going to change and hopefully it'll be good. So that's kind of my announcement. Uh, sorry if I freaked anybody out and sorry if anyone was disappointed that when the coming soon sign came down, nothing was different, but I promise things will be very different soon. So. And that was my official announcement. And already the chat has begun developing yaoi scenarios between me and Roko. It's quite disturbing. They really are brothers, you guys. It would actually be incest yaoi, which is perfect for anime because that seems to be a big thing nowadays. Incest anime. Incest yaoi. Yeah. So, incest yaoi? Well, we'll just forget all about that, though. So we have new forum members, Venadin and Michan. Uh, my name is Michan. I like the name Michan. When I see the name Venadin, all I think of is venison. Mmm. Venison. So there was no trivia this week. Because um, of the issues. Mostly due to the site issues, so... Sort of Chiaki's fault, but not entirely. Sort of. Somehow, everything is Chiaki's fault. You're so mean to me. It's never Mitsuki's fault. You're mean. I don't like you. I am, I am, I am faultless. Alright. So we have a mailbag also, of course. Um... In typical fashion, Honor64 writes, Hey guys, good to have you back. Just, where did we go? Uh, uh, maybe he sent us after the... Uh, we, oh, we, the, the we relocation yeah. to the Far East. Okay. Just one question. What is, in your opinion, the manliest anime? I am, for one, stuck between Black Lagoon, even though the manliest character is female, Berserk, or... Or the saint in the Church of Mitsugi, M.D. Geist. Thanks, and remember, stay gold. Stay gold. I can't do a Steve Bloom voice. We should just have a drop of Steve Bloom saying that. Oh, we should have a bunch of drops of Steve Bloom saying awesome things. So, I don't know. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is pretty manly. 
watching yeah, you that were right just now. saying that the other day that that show is pretty pretty manly personified it's over the top and it's uh and it's spouting of virtues of manliness um I, does my opinion count because I don't have testicles your opinion can count and we just might not we just might not really take it to heart okay I guess that's fair um I was gonna say I think I think a manly anime has got to be on the list some some sci-fi anime I know we just had a whole episode about space but I feel like there's nothing manlier than being like I'm gonna get my giant robot and conquer the universe what anime is this I don't know one of the Gundams I don't know those Gundam animes have an awful lot of whiny ass um, you know emo characters in them don't what, compare all of them those to characters. Gundam Wing Gundam Age had a whiny ass character too a few of them well, yeah, right. people tend to whine. My mom died. The Everyone I love is dead. The chat has offered some good suggestions, one of which I thought of already. Fist of the North Star. Everybody knows that anime. And oh, yeah. it's, uh... And, uh, Golgo 13, who... Ass- Golgo 13 is manly. Assassin sniper. He never talks. Very stoic. Bangs lots of chicks. Um, has a manly-looking face. Wears sunglasses at night. You know. I wear my sunglasses at night. Cobra. Yeah. Cobra in the animation. Yeah. Because his lit cigar becomes an explosive. And his disguise. Yeah, he he he, he the the cigar is his disguise and he rarely ever is without the cigar. So he can do lots of things with his cigar. I will not go into detail. Use your imagination. Oh. I don't know. Um, other manly anime. Hmm. Shadow Skill's pretty manly. Maybe an OVA that most people haven't seen, but it has some really some really badass fight scenes in it, so maybe take a look at that one. Oh, Devil Man's pretty manly. Yeah. Anything with lots of gore and men and muscles mm. manly? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is really not gory. It's uh very different from Fist of the North Star, even though they're 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 somewhat related. The uh, there's Fist of the North Star was incredibly gory, but um, JoJo's Joe, Joe's Bizarre Adventure I'm finding is is actually a limited amount of gore in it, which is you know okay, it's okay with me. Oh, what about Golden Boy? Golden Boy's not manly. Really? No. He goes out, he saves the world, and then he bangs a bunch of chicks. He doesn't bang anybody in that anime. Oh, no one. Okay. All right. Well, he has a bunch of chicks waiting for him to bang them. That that might be true. Isn't that more manly to have so many chicks that want to bang you, but you're so manly you can say, "Later, honey." Later. Yeah, but Cobra and Golgo have chicks that want to bang them, and and they actually do bang them. Okay. All right. I won't debate manliness. I won't. Empty Geist is also manly, but um. There's no one. No one's alive in that anime, so I mean, it's just boring. Everyone dies. Actually, technically, he is the manliest if he is the last man in the world. That's true. All right, Mitsugi, what are we talking about this episode? Yeah, we have a we have an interesting episode as we usually do. So the main topic. I think so. I think so at least. The main topic is if you put the characters from one anime series into the world of another anime series, what would happen? Suggested by GNDM Exia on the forum. I think it's, uh, you know, some kind of an anime crossover episode. Uh, 
hilarity ensue, perhaps. Hopefully. And then another news break, and then we come back and we review first season of Kuroko no Basuke and Moyashimon Returns. So, stay tuned, and we'll be back with that in a couple of minutes, you guys. See you. you mecha pilots out there, this is Chiaki and this is your anime news break. For you AVA fans, you'll be happy to know that the newest Evangelion movie is doing great in Japan. Not only is it the buzz among, well, many Japanese people, but Evangelion 3.0, you cannot redo, has sold 2.84 million tickets in the 20 days since the film opened on November 17th. The film has now earned over 3.9 billion yen about 47.3 million US dollars, up 4 million yen, 4.8 US dollars, million US dollars, since last Sunday. To celebrate the film's successful run in packed houses, participating theaters will begin giving away complimentary gifts to moviegoers on, on December 15th. The gifts are four different style postcards drawn by Chief Animation Director Takeshi Hondo, the first featuring character Asuka Langley right on the front of it. In other news, Nisi Ocean's Monogatari second season anime has been planned for fall or later. Katakawa Shoten monthly new type magazine is revealing that the television adaptation of the second season arc of Nisi Ocean's Monogatari novels is planned for fall or later. The six works that make up the second season span from ne ne Neko Monogatari, White o to Kimi no Monogatari, the staff want to adapt this arc into a 26-episode television series. So, looks like something that I'll probably be watching in the future. For you Big Hunter Hunter fans out there, there's a new interesting merchandise that you can get your hands on. Japanese television station NTV has recently revealed that it will make its first appearance in the commercial area of Comic Market, which will take place at the Tokyo Big Site Event Complex from December 29th to December 31st. Among its offerings are Sleep with Hisoka bedsheets with the Hunter Hunter character Hisoka. NTV will also sell the character song collection CDs that are available through regular retailers. And finally, speaking of Comic Market, the Comic Market Preparation Committee, the group responsible for organizing the largest doujinshi event in the world, has recently announced that it is with deep regret that they are disqualifying Kuroko basketball circles from participating due to threats. In addition, other circles are asked not to distribute Kuroko basketball doshinshi goods and other materials. So it sounds like the threats were pretty serious and got some credit behind them. The comic market had received very strong demands from police to cancel the distribution of Kuroko's basketball items. This was Chiaki and this was your Anime News Break. Don't go anywhere, we'll be back to the show soon. chamber podcast it's about music and video games and other stuff are you sure that was the moon and not just australia painted gray uh, <laughs> you know what if you knock me out paint australia gray and then tell me it's the moon i'll get over it <laughs> you know throwing flaming two by fours into the audience 
It's uh, something you don't do if you're just like listening to NPR and sipping on decaf. But if you did, that would make NPR so much more rad. <laughs> she says, oh, I pretty much like everything except rap and country. Then she says, have you heard of Nickelback? Which <laughs> oh, God, no! For all this and more, check out ozoneent.com slash zonecast or find the Echo Chamber podcast on iTunes. Hey, Steve Bloom here, voice of Spike Spiegel, Vincent Valentine, Leron from Gurren Lagan, and I am a total anime addict, dude. <laughs> Tune in, or else. Welcome back to the 158th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. We have moved seamlessly into the main topic portion of the episode tonight. Seamless, you like that? So, anime crossovers, and what would happen if you put the characters of one anime series into the world of another anime? What As would happen? Requested by. As requested by Gundam Exia on the forum. So, As we uh, continue to graciously utilize the wonderful topics that were given to us by the forum. We love several using months ago. Your topics. It's awesome for us. So, keep requesting them. Yeah. So, and and just up front, I want to make sure everybody knows that I would like to take forum suggest uh, suggestions from the from the live audience. If we like your crossover suggestions, maybe we will inject them into the show. Yes. And if we don't like them, it's not necessarily that they're bad, it's just that we have to prioritize, maybe. Yes. So, the first one I have here is, I have Vegeta into question mark, question mark, question mark, because I just couldn't decide where to put Vegeta. I know he needs <laughs> to go someplace. Mitsuki doesn't know where to put Vegeta. Huh? Maybe Vegeta doesn't know where to put it. Um... I almost, and I don't want to overuse this character, but I really think it would be hilarious if Vegeta met MD Geist. Why? Geist would kill Vegeta. Yeah, but just that moment where Vegeta's like, I'm gonna kill you! I'm a I'm Saiyan! I'm the prince of all Saiyans! I'm the strongest man in the world! I'm an A-rank soldier! I can't lose to you! And then MD Geist is like, oh, oh, okay. Bam! You are not Kakarot! <laughs> so someone says Vegeta in a harem anime. I actually agree. I think this could work. So, I want to see it in a really put. It, I want to see him in a really whiny harem. Okay, so what's a what's a really whiny harem? I wanna, you know, maybe this is just because I watched the Love Hina Christmas special again. Yes, I just admitted that. Well, Love Hina is gonna Love Hina is gonna come up later. Okay, Love Hina will come up later. How about Rosario plus Vampire? Oh, God. Oh, that anime is just awful. So what happens... I haven't seen that. You have. So what happens if Vegeta goes into Rosario plus Vampire? I hope he kills everyone. No. You, you think he just gets really annoyed? And, and he, he's, not, he's not like Geist in the sense that he just wants to kill you because you live. You, you know, you breathe air and thus Geist must kill you. But perhaps... I feel like he would look at the school that they're all at and think to himself, 
how can I use this school to my advantage? Because, like, it's all, like, magical creatures and vampires and shit. They'll be like, I will build a legion of darkness. And they'll be like, let's eat cookies and go to the beach. And he's like, what? Do you really think that's Vegeta's personality, though? Yes. I think Vegeta would would probably more likely walk into the bill. What is it, a school? Yeah, it's a school. He'd walk into the school, be really irritated in, like, the first two minutes, and then walk outside and lean up against a tree really quietly and all on his own, like Vegeta does. Yeah, maybe. He'd get really pissed. But... And, and then eventually, when school gets out, and he loses his peace and quiet, and they're screaming in the schoolyard, Vegeta, Vegeta, play with me! Oh my god! Let me see your scouter! I love you, Vegeta! Your hair! Your hair is so, you know, it, it, you're molting like an eagle, but... Your hair's so cool. What? And he just, he just goes, oh, I can't take it anymore. And he just takes his energy blast and just, just erases everybody. No, I think, I think he'd kill only half of them to make an example for the other half. Be like, that's, that's what'll happen. He'd be like, you're not worth my energy. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. That'd be awesome. Either way, as long as as long as he does horrible things to the people in that show, God, I hate that show. I really hate it. Anyways, but yes, Vegeta. Such Ve anger within you. Vegeta is a. I know it's normally your job, but Vegeta, I feel, is a is a good one to place into other worlds. Um, just because, well, well, he's Vegeta. The one thing he's a ridiculous. one in, He's a character that everybody knows. So it's very easy for the listeners to uh, understand. And, uh, yeah, very temperamental. Strong personality. Very temperamental. Let's leapfrog over the next one because we already made a mention. We'll come back to it later. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. So I have Kintaro Oe from Golden Boy into Mototoroburu or Tenchi. Because, again, Tenchi or Mototoroburu are harems and... Kintaro Oe seems to uh, attract the ladies, and especially in the in the especially in the case of Tenchi, because it takes place in Japan and Golden Boy takes place in Japan. I think that perhaps we could go a long way towards solving the birth the falling birth rate problem in Japan when Kintaro Oe, you know, works his magic and starts to create little Kintaro Oes with. Uh, but that would create with, second with generation the rest incest. Of if you single-handedly solve the birth rate, that would create second-generation incest. I didn't say solve it. I said go a long way towards solving it. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Maybe he has four children with every girl in that show. Thus, he has, like, 30 children. Every little bit counts. And then Vegeta comes and he builds an army. I'm not saying everyone's dead and there's, like, he's repopulating Japan. We're just raising the birth rate a little bit. It would be cool, though, if everyone was dead. Yeah, Tenchi's a weird show because Tenchi's actually not a wussy character. I the the girls in that show are just a bunch of bitches. I know, but it's like in most harems you have like Handmaid May, for example, or Love Hina. You have all these girls, and they're always a bunch of bitches. Yeah. I mean, Naru from Love Hina is about as much of a bitch as anybody. Yeah. But usually the guy is just too much of a wuss. To make it to capitalize on the fact that he somehow is appealing to all these women, but Tenchi is not a wuss. I mean, I seem to recall all kinds of martial arts training and things like that during that show. So, 
I mean, what is going on? Get with the program. Maybe Kentaro Oe could go in and he could teach Tenchi. Maybe. How to become a man. Or, or be a computer programmer. Or be a computer programmer. Or make ramen noodles. Or teach little kids how to swim. And then ride away on his bike. Or be an animation runner. Or be a political campaigner. It goes on and on. Anyway. But, yeah. Golden Boy is the show everybody should watch. Golden Boy is hilarious. Got I know it. we've said this before, but if you haven't seen it, you are... You have not laughed in your life at an anime. If you have not seen Golden Boy. MD Geist is all over this topic. Everywhere. That's because, like Vegeta, he's amazing. But mine, mine don't have <laughs> MD... Like, have, have you... Alright, honest question. Have you, have you actually seen... MD Geist. I've seen an episode. Okay, because there's it's because it's an OVA. There's only like two episodes. I know. I'm just checking. I've seen an episode. I I, I just wouldn't use the word amazing to describe Geist because it's one of the worst animes ever. No, as a character, he's amazing to make fun of and to joke about. Okay, so what's the next one? The next one. All right. Hisoka into Kaleido Star. Is that because Hisoka looks like he belongs in a circus? Yes. And then because he would probably go in, do really well, befriend people, and then... Befriend people? Well, befriend, make them think that they're like his comrades. Yeah, in air quotations. Um, Make them think like they're like his comrades and somehow turn it into a, you know, a ploy that he uses to get closer to gone somehow. You know what I think is... I picture Hisoka standing there watching some other dude do the trapeze, and he's like, in his head, he's like, oh, so aroused right now. Oh, 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 the grace of the trapeze is giving me an erection. That's what he says. That's Hisoka in the summary. I, I just think that somehow that would end up being amazing just to see him... Like, he could take, uh, what's-her-face, the main girl of Kaleido Star, whose name I'm forgetting, and Kimiko would kill me for it, but... Why, that show's not really that good. Um, but, uh, he could, like, take her under his wing in his Hisoka way. Hisoka doesn't... Well, okay, whatever. He doesn't really take people under his wing. No, he doesn't, and that's why it would be... He eats chicken wings. And that's why it would be amazing if he did. He could be like, you're so innocent. I'm going to I'm going to abuse you, and then you're going to think of me as God, and then I'm going to turn you into my minion. That's what I want to see happen. That's what I want to see happen. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Settle down. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. So, Helsing and Neonpire. Oh my god, that's awesome. I, I didn't watch Neonpire. How, how does that work? Well, Neonpire has a vampire cat. Oh. Yeah. Wait, Neonpire is the cat? Yeah. So, don't they kill vampires in Helsing? Uh, isn't Helsing the one where it's like they have the, um, the organization that... They kill, yeah. Yeah, but like they are part vampire themselves, the people who are killing vampires. Well, of course, because that's the cliche. But, um... So, he's going to kill the cat? No, he's going to recruit the cat. Yampire will fight oh, for Alucard's kitty. Yeah. Oh, everybody needs a kitty. It'll be a really cute, cute.
cute bonding moment. Alucard will be like, I can't love you because I'm a vampire. And Yampire will be like, I'm a vampire too. And they'll both be like, oh my god, where have you been my whole life? Alucard finally gets his very own pussy. It's great. <laughs> I'd prefer that girl. I'd prefer the I prefer the, the red-haired chick with the giant gun, but whatever. So, alright. So, if you listen carefully in the background... Oh, konnichiwa to you too. Konnichiwa. This is what Japan does. It's 10:40 in the morning, <laughs> but they feel like we're just gonna drive through your neighborhood. If you ever want to sleep in in Japan, forget it. Forget it. <laughs> forget it. Japan wakes up at like 5 a.m. There's like 95-year-old women outside at 5 a.m. sweeping leaves off the, off of the street. Yep. And it's like, lady. Lady, the walls in these houses are about as thick as cardboard, <laughs> and I, I can hear your damn broom. I'm trying to sleep, and then suddenly, a car with a giant megaphone on it just decides, I'm going to drive through your neighborhood for 40 minutes, just shout political bullshit at you. If that doesn't, and if that doesn't wake you, someone will knock on your door for something. Oh, yeah, it'll be something. I've, I had my neighbor come to my door knock on it just to let me know that there was a discount on wine at the local grocery store i'm like dude really it's 9 40 <laughs> i'm trying to have a pancake and you are in my way deep breath okay so next one here isaac dion from bacano into mdgeist what yeah because how does this work i, I don't okay see well this one. it's it's pretty easy it's like a mathematical equation mdgeist equals everyone dies but isaac dion is immortal Mmm, that's true. Now, Isaac is not a particularly well-balanced fighter, so and Geist is. So I think that what would happen is that Geist might quickly learn after a few rounds that Isaac cannot be killed. And so he is going to probably capture Isaac and put him in some kind of a prison where he just gets... I mean, everyone else on Earth is going to die, right? No one's left. What do I do? I mean, Geist doesn't even get horny. I mean, he could just, you know, do one of those types of things. But he can't even do that because he's Geist. It's such a sad life, but... What if you bring in, like, media? Here comes... Here comes... He doesn't like women. I mean, he proved that in, in the show. The girl that he pushes off of him is way hotter than media. Anyway, so... But here, here come... Here's Isaac. You're my eternal play toy. You're, you're, you're my chew toy. I can like chain you up in my castle. I don't know. And I, kill you every day and make myself make myself feel good, and then I'll go plant a garden this, with, with roses in it. <laughs> this sounds like the start of a fan fiction. Isaac was chained to the wall in Geist's castle. He was Geist's play toy, and he was played with every day. So, uh, Isaac. Uh, let's see here. I'm re 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 referencing the chat. Samurai Shampoo and Rurouni Kenshin. Not really sure. Not really sure how that works. I feel like it would have to be Mugen and Jin going into Rurouni Kenshin and not Kenshin going into Samurai Shampoo. But I don't know. They'd probably all get along. They'd probably be buddies. Hmm. I don't know. I don't see that one going anywhere, really. 
Okay, <clears throat> so next, what do we got here? I have one. Okay. Hiro Yui from Gundam Wing into Trapeze. Or Kuchu Budanko. Mmm. Is this because I haven't really seen too much Gundam Wing, but is this because Hiro Yui has some kind of a. Is he pretty messed up in the head? He's messed up in the head. He's very messed up in the head. <laughs> like when Relina Peacecraft, as much as I hate her, is like, here's an invitation to my birthday party. And he just walks up to her and goes, I'll kill you. <laughs> but, um. No, I think it would be good because he could get help with his problem. And, you know, maybe after he gets help with his problem, he could, uh, he could bang Maimi-chan! Oh. Because he's man enough that he would actually probably have sex if he didn't have a crippling mental disorder keeping him from it. And I believe he does have a crippling mental disorder. Yeah, Maimi-chan is really hot she's in that show. She's really hot. It's kind of ridiculous, but she's a gravure model, so it only makes sense. And for anyone who doesn't know what Gravure is, that's what the internet's for. Yeah, it's the closest thing Japan has to porn, because it's all mosaic, and it's all a bunch of crap. And by mosaic, he means blurred out. That's what they call it over yeah. here. So, I mean, I'd rather have Gravure any day. Perhaps this is a topic for another time. Maybe if Roko and I ever get together to do these, like, ten hentai episodes we've been planning on doing, but we never seem to do them. So... Moving on here, we have something interesting. A little... F oh, I thought I heard the megaphone was coming back. False alarm. Maybe so it's that one truck that drives around singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's really great advertising <laughs> to annoy everybody. Like, yeah. I, would I would never hire them. I don't care who they are. So, Guts from Berserk into Blood Sea. What would happen? Well, as we all know, Guts and Berserk ends up the Black Swordsman... Likes to go on a little bit of a demon hunt. That's what he does. Yep. And uh, Saya is supposedly also a demon hunter, but she's not eating cake and jello molds. So. And the megaphone creeps closer. <laughs> so, what would happen is that Guts kills all the demons, and Saya becomes uh, morbidly obese on cake <laughs> and uh, ends up dying of a. Uh, of a coronary artery disease. She has an aneurysm from too much caffeine in that coffee she drinks every episode. <laughs> so, this is what you get. This is what you get, bitch. From, uh, you know, making me watch Blood Sea. The one of the worst anime ever made. Terrible. Terrible. Saya. Though the, the, the next, I don't know, what is it, the movie actually looks decent. There's blood. Lots of blood. Lots the last of blood. episode? No, no, no. The, the movie that comes after the last episode that's coming out. The last episode of Blood Sea is really gory, but, like, you have to wait the whole friggin' season to get that because the rest of it's a bunch of... Ho it's just horrible. Oh. Just terrible. They're just terrible. <sighs> Please, Dozel. Alright. Let's see. I have Gene Starwind into Cowboy Bebop. Need I say more, people? Need I say more? Because... Well, Gene Starwind is a bounty hunter that lives outside the law. And the Bebop are bounty hunters that live outside the law. And let's face it, Faye isn't getting any from Spike. What anime is set m farther in the future? Outlaw Star or Cowboy Bebop? I really don't know, but I, I, think, it's, I think it's Outlaw Star. I kind of view them almost at about the same amount of time. 
it's just like the future took different paths but i would agree if i had to pick one it would be outlaw star yeah i don't know it's it's really difficult i don't know if they ever really define the time period but i have a feeling they do somebody will know i don't know yeah i i sort of see gene star one maybe teaming up with the bebop but gene star one ship is way cooler than the bebop the bebop's like a piece of shit yeah. It's like a giant piece of shit floating in space. <laughs> some giant, like, so, some giant, uh, you know, some gigantic god just took a shit, and, and out came the Bebop, floating floating like a dookie through, uh, through, through, through cold space. And then somebody was like, oh, let's, let's just hitch a ride on this giant piece of shit. Shiaki is losing it right now. Losing it. <laughs> of a giant ass in space <laughs> and a spaceship just crawling out just 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 farting out of it this ass of god but so oh. but you know what the uh god i can't remember the name of the stupid ship in outlaw star is it called the outlaw star i think it is <laughs> i'm just gonna say it's called the outlaw star the the Outlaw Star is really nice and shiny, and it gets it gets destroyed all the time, but they fix it. But it's a little small. But we can make room for Spike. We don't need Faye. Faye's kind of a bitch. And uh, <laughs> I want Ed and Ayn. No. Yes. No. Yes. Are you kidding me? Oh my God! At least Ayn. Ayn's a corgi. Corgis are expensive. The hell does that have to do with anything? <laughs> They're also food in some countries. <laughs> So we can take, we'll take Aisha Clan Clan from uh, Outlaw Star and jettison her into space along with uh, along with Ed and Faye, and we can have a uh, a nice episode of watching those three bitches suffocate in space. That would be good, and then and then Spike can have Aisha's seat. By the way, the ship in Outlaw Star is called the XGP fifteen A dash one one. Oh, oh, which Gilliam, they, which they nickname the Outlaw Star. Isn't Gilliam the computer? Uh, Check that for me. Yeah, oh, jeez. I should have remembered the code name for the ship. I mean, gosh. who? What am I thinking? How can I not remember five five to ten random serial numbers over the course of 12 years? You're, you're not a true addict. Um, I'm not. I'm not. Gilliam. I, check that for me. I, I, don't, I, it's, it's, I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. But so, Malfina. Malfina's hot. So she's also not human. So let's see here. Uh, oh, okay. So, Katara... Oh! I just had a stroke of genius. Oh, stroke of genius. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it is, because you've seen more of these animes than I have. Onizuka into school days. How would it have ended different? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, they're really they're really messed up in school days. I know. But, like, I feel like if Onizuka could go into school days, maybe they wouldn't be so messed up. Maybe they'd, no, they like... they would be. They would be. Maybe I he'd mean, save them. Half of school days is just cheating on each other and, you know, I'm going to saw your head off and, and cut your stomach open because there's not really a baby in there. I, I know, but, but maybe before we get to the sawing off the head and the cutting open of the stomach, he, like, drives one of them off a cliff and then saves them and then they realize that there's more important things than 
sawing off heads and cutting open bellies looking for fake babies. Here's the thing, though. In GTO, most of the school, most of the, the children in the, in the classroom are actually interesting characters. In school days, they all, they're all really terrible characters that no one likes. So, like, when that kid dies, I don't remember his name, but when the boy dies in that show, it's like, wow, I'm so glad you're dead. So, I honestly wouldn't even want to trouble Inizuka to go into that show and save those people because they're just not worth the effort. Maybe they'd blossom into beautiful human beings Makoto, if thank you. If someone gave them a chance. Yeah, Makoto is the name of the boy, and he's a piece of shit. Much like the Bebop. <laughs> just, taking a, just taking a cruise around the Earth. <laughs> is it shit from God? Something. Some huge, some huge being really, really had to strain a lot <laughs> to push out that piece of shit. So, what do you got for me over here? I just gave you one. No, um, another one I have on here, um, that I liked the thought of, Vampire Knight goes into the Vampire Hunter D world. Because... How does this work? Well, Vampire Knight, they're all, like, vampires, at least, like, the main cast, but they're all, like, the... God, I hate vampire anime. They're verging on, like, the Twilight sparkly vampires um they're they're not that bad they're not that bad please don't flame me i'm not saying they're that bad but they're definitely more on the pretty pretty girl pretty boy side of vampires than i'm gonna kill you and suck your blood um on the whole but uh i don't know i think it'd be i think it'd be pretty cool if they could be in vampire hunter d and i don't know maybe maybe the one the one main dude Kamina is the first thing that comes to mind, but that is not his name at all. Um, it starts with a K, though. Not Zero, the other vampire dude that she's like, I love you, I love you. Um, but uh, maybe he could team up with the main vampire in Vampire Hunter D. D? No. Oh, wait, no, D's not the vampire. He's a halfling. Yeah, whatever. Just I, God, I hate vampire anime. <laughs> God, I hate it. I hate all of them. All, every single ah, one. Ah, thank you, Nelly. Kaname. Kaname could team up with the main thing. Maybe they'll keep What's-Her-Face, Yuki around just for TNA. Zero can get killed. I Zero can get... Actually, they'll all die in the end. Fan, D will kill all of them in, by the end of the movie. Do you have more Mitsugi or do, do I, I need to... Well, you know, I was thinking about this last night and Pre-Tier and Diebuster, they have not dissimilar at all and there's no connection to the, between these anime whatsoever, and really, I don't even think it makes sense to put them together, except in pre-tier, all they want to do is preet with each other. So, oh my god, let's preet. Let's preet, oh my god. So, why don't you just say, let's fuck. That's another censor. You know what, it was worth it. Just remember, kids, whenever you decide to preet, don't let anyone peer pressure you into preeting, and when you decide to preet, preet safely. And in addition, in Die Buster, all they want to do is go topless. That's literally the term they use. We're going to go, I can air quotes, topless. So, maybe if we, but, but nothing ever actually gets accomplished in, this, in that sense. So, maybe if we combine the two animes, somebody can actually get some action. And then we have a hentai! Woo! Um... I have one that kind of references uh, some newer anime. Uh, Sailor Moon cast and Luna into Madoka Magica. 
specifically Luna meets Cubay, Sailor Moon meets Cubay. They all meet the whole cast. Where's everybody's obsession with Cubay? I don't get it. You you have to watch the show to understand the obsession with Cubay. All right. He's like the incarnate of evil. Um Actually, no. I, I, I've had this argument with people that he's not the incarnate of evil. He's like a neutral being oh. that just has his goal. But I just Someone in the chat just suggested a good one. I'll come back to it in a minute. But I would just love to see, like, Kyube talking to Luna and be like, So, uh, how'd you get these girls to sign up on your team? It you, you, looks like you're doing a pretty good job. Oh, well, you know, I tell them that they can spread love and peace and happiness. Oh, oh that's really different than what I tell mine. Actually, no, I tell them that, but that's not the goal. Um... But uh, I I think it would be very interesting because I could see like the Sailor Moon team like be like we're gonna help you guys out, and then they go into a fight against a witch, and then like Sailor Mercury gets her head bitten off, and like the entire Sailor Moon cast is like. <gasps> so, all right. So if you, I mean, are are the Sailor Scouts more or less powerful than the Magical Girls in Madoka? It's honestly a quite an honest question. I don't no, know the answer. I'm, I'm I'm thinking. I. I mean, all, all that I ever hear about about Madoka is everyone getting killed. So I mean, I how, how strong could they be? I don't know. I think I would almost they they kind of have different powers, but obviously, but I would almost put them closer to being like on the same level. It's just that the the witches that they fight in Madoka like are actually out to kill them. You know, and succeed sometimes, most of the time. Not n n not be bumbling idiots like in Sailor Moon. Yeah, not be bumbling idiots, and obviously also not be a little kid show where, of course, no one's gonna die. But can I just say how not excited I am for the new Sailor Moon anime? I'm excited. Oh God, really? Yeah. Well, it's, I guess it's better than having some moe crap come out. Anyway, someone made a good suggestion. Kon with Kimitoboku. As we all know, K-On, cake-eating moe anime with all girls. There are... How many girls in that show? Five? Five? Yes, I have to say five, because if I say four again, I will be assaulted by uh, rabid fanboys. So, and Kimitoboku, a really, really boring show about all boys, and I don't know what they do. Talk, cats! Talk about oranges and and have cats. Cat. If we combine these animates, animates together... Cat. Maybe we can have a massive hentai. Cat. <laughs> That's, that, is, that is the only thing that I got from Kimi Toboku. Quick, take a drink. I have a feeling that when Roko comes to visit me in Japan, there may be another drinking episode or something. I, 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 I could just see it happen. It'll be even better, though, this time, because Roko would actually be here. Cat for for anyone who's a newer listener, cat does mean drink. Yeah. Cat means drink. In the official Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast drinking game. Yes. How about one more? One more. Um well I have one more. Um but uh I don't know if, if you have one more that you'd rather would would you like me to finish this? I off? don't, just please. Alright. Do it do what you gotta do. Um Alright, I will do Relina Peacecraft into now and then here and there. 
Please explain now and then here and there, Mitsugi, because it's, as you said, it's an underappreciated anime. You're very underappreciated, and no one has seen it but me. Now and then here and there is an anime where it takes place mostly in a desolate, in a desolate post-apocalyptic world that's full of people that would, with a crazy king tyrant who will come to your village and murder everybody and enslave the children. And uh, give the children to his soldiers to be raped and made into so they can create more soldiers. Everyone fights over the water because there's no water left. And uh, there's a whole lot of uh, good virtues and things at the end. I, I see two things happening. Relina Peacecraft being like, Stop the fighting! Stop the fighting! We can't fight! Is that why her name has peace in it? Yes. So stupid. Um, And then getting kidnapped and raped and turned into a baby mill or a baby mill <laughs> yes dear, dear god can i just say that when i showed this anime an anime <laughs> club the one the very first time the very first club meeting i went to when i went when i entered college i managed to let them show me this show this anime and after the first meeting we lost every female Every every single female member of the club left until the anime was over because it's too intense for girls. I I hate to sound sexist, but it's really not a girl friendly anime. Well, there are things that are uncomfortable for girls to watch. That's no surprise. But um, so I either see that happening, or and these don't have to be mutually exclusive. One can turn into the other. Um, she becomes broken in the head. And because they she, break her emotionally, they break her emotionally and her ideals become twisted and she becomes really a death craft her. Yes, she becomes really a death craft. Um, and because uh, because of her good breeding and tactical mind and abilities with state, she becomes King Hamdo's chief advisor and they kick cats together. King Hondo would just be like, They're trying to murder me! Oh, oh, who and are she, you? And she would be like, Yes, they are trying to murder you. I'm the only one who can keep you safe. He would grow tired of her, and he would kill her eventually. And that would be amazing. Okay, so, I think we're done. Alright, we're done here. So, that is the an interesting topic about crossovers, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. Woo. If you have more talk crossovers to suggest, you can do so on the forum in the topic for the for the episode. Yes. Have some have some fun discussions amongst yourselves. So we're gonna take another quick news break, see what's going on in the world of anime. And when we come back, we are going to do impre- uh, reviews on Kuroko no Basuke season one Please and Please don't send us any threatening messages. <laughs> and Moyashimon returns. And we'll be back in a few minutes. you half somethings out there this is Chiaki and this is your anime news break first up the official website for Devil Survivor 2 the animation television anime series is currently streaming a teaser video for the series the anime series will adapt Atlas Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor 2 Nintendo DS role-playing game 
Seiji Kishi of Persona 4 The Animation is directing the series and Yoshimichi Hirai is the assistant director at Studio Bridge. Makoto Uezu is in charge of the series scripts and Kotaro Nakawa is scoring the music. The series will premiere in April 2013 on MBS Animeism Programming Block. The video, the video game is also getting a manga adaptation that will launch in Square Enix's monthly G-Fantasy magazine on December 18th. As a huge fan of the entire Shin Megami Tensei series, I am very excited to see this adaptation and, well, see how it does compared to something like the Persona 4 adaptation. In other news, the morning television program Mizamashi Terebi presented the latest footage from the upcoming Dragon Ball Z film. This is, of course, the first Dragon Ball Z film to hit theaters in, well, quite a while. It's Dragon Ball Z Battle of the Gods, or Dragon Ball Z Kami Tokami. The, the footage features the new characters Buritsu, God of Destruction, played by Koichi Yamadera and Waisu. Dragon Ball Z Battle of the Gods is set between the 517th and 518th installments of Akira Toriyama's original manga. Specifically, it's set during the lost decade of story time after the end of the battle with Majin Buu, Krillin, Piccolo, Vegeta, Gohan, and other familiar characters will appear in the film with an all-star cast. The film is not a spin-off, but a story in the official history of Dragon Ball. So, I know I'm really excited, and I can't wait to see it in theaters, because this is going to be a must-see for me. And speaking of must-see, something that will make Kimi go happy, 2013's combined second and third issue of Shokugan's weekly Shonen Sunday magazine has announced that a production on a third anime season of The World's God Only Knows has been greenlit. Production on a spin-off OVA anime about the idol character Kanan has also been greenlit. Both projects are inspired by Tamiki Waki's The World's God Only Knows manga series. And if you are one of the kinds of people who has to have everything on Blu-ray the second it comes out, NIS America, or NISA, the American subsidiary of Nippon Ichi Software Game Company, has announced this past week that it will release the third season of Natsume's Book of Friends on English subtitled DVD and Blu-ray on March 5th, 2013. Nisa had released the first two seasons of the television anime on one set on DVD only. This premium edition of Season 3 will include a 32-page color hardcover art book, clean opening and ending sequences, Japanese commercial, and the anime itself on two Blu-ray discs and two DVDs. So, if you are a fan of Natsume, it's coming out on Blu-ray, and it's not a bad price to get legally. This was Chiaki, and this was your Anime News Break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back to the show soon. Hi there. This is Vic Mignogna, the voice of Edward Elric, and Tamaki Suo, and lots of fun guys. And I am, yes, I have to admit it, I'm a total anime addict. And we're back to the 158th episode of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. I missed you guys so much. Oh, I hope you enjoyed the the humor of the last topic. I really wish we could have had either Roko or Kimiko to enjoy it with. It really, I feel like if Roko could have been here, it really would have been enhanced. But, you know, what can you do? Yeah. There was drunkness and yeah. concert tickets involved. In his own way, Roko, Roko contributed to the show by, you know, spreading his drunkenness and uh, sabotaging. Oh, very nice. It's sabotage. Um, so, Kuroko no Basuke. Kuroko no Basuke. Interesting show. Perhaps for no other reason than 
many reasons, but for, one of which is how many shows in Japan have elicited death threats? Yeah. Death threat letters. What Wait, is with can, that? Can you explain? I, I don't understand. I mean, maybe I haven't been paying close enough attention, but I remember when these death threats started to, like, all of the schools and stuff involved and all of the perceived schools and whatnot involved with Kuroko no Basuke. But, like, why is someone so upset about this anime? Um, I don't know. There were... Someone set, sent, uh... I'm really not well informed on the issue either, but just looking at something here. Police revealed that some of the threats with chemicals were sent to locations linked to the uh, creator of the anime. Um, sent from Osaka City. And there were another no a number of recipients across Japan. So, someone is pissed about this anime for some reason. And they... <clears throat> a TV station that aired the anime received a threat. Um... And my thought is that at the Comic Cat or whatever, of course, Kuroko no Basuke is a very popular anime in Japan right now, and many people know it. And I think that they were afraid that something bad would happen to Comic Cat well, because there'd be so much doujin from Kuroko no Basuke. In well, Comic Cat received letters specifically. No, oh, of course. Yeah, I and mean, Comic Cat they, received threatening letters specifically. And that's why action's been taken because. There's too many people at Comic Cat to have somebody set off a bomb or something at Comic Cat. It would be so bad. You'd have like 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 fifty thousand people get killed. It would be so bad. <clears throat> minimum. And uh, I mean, there were there were threat letters said that there was a possibility that some of the some dangerous hazardous chemicals would be sent to Sophia University. Um, lethal dose of hydrogen sulfide if vaporized. Yeah, there um, there was a few. Uh, Nelly in the chat is asking if they ever found the culprit. Um, I don't think so. I don't. I, I don't think they know who it is yet. This article I'm reading is from the beginning of November, but Japan's police Japan's police <clears throat> really aren't that effective. I mean, I, I have never ran so many red lights in my life. There's no police in Japan. Like if you see one in a day, it's really surprising. Here's here's a more recent article as of uh, the end of November. There were three additional threats. Uh, additional threats cancel file three more doujin, doujinshi events that were going to have Kuroko no Basuke. Um, Shadow, Shadow Christ, Cr Trickster Christmas Special and Shadow Trickster 4 in Tokyo and Shadow Trickster in Nagoya 1.5 were all canceled due to uh, threats regarding the Kuroko no Basuke. Um, so... I don't know who did. I don't know who's doing it. He's calling himself the Reaper in the morning, or I guess herself. <laughs> herself? I don't know if it's a him or a her. Someone's pissed. I don't want to be sexist and assume the crazy serial killer is a female. I have, except for except for in Japan, I have never heard any kind of criminal activity ever where it was ever a woman. Think about that. Every time we have a news break and we're like, oh, someone got arrested or someone killed so and so, it's always a dude. Always. Oh. I don't know. I just want to be fair. That's cool. Women That's can cool. be equally crazy. Yeah, but this is Japan, and women aren't equal in many ways. Uh, that is very true. So, Mitsugi, let tell tell us about why this anime. Tell tell us the plot behind this anime, so we might better understand why it has pissed someone off so much that well, they're sending death threats. It, it really doesn't make much sense because there's nothing about the anime that that has anything to do with threatening people or. 
n there's no content in the, in the in the anime that would lead me to think that it deserved to have death threats made. So I'm a little bit unsure myself. But just for the plot, Kuroko no Basuke is a sports anime about basketball, and there you know these anime. Basketball sports anime are, are few and far between, so if you're a fan of, of basketball and you like anime, I definitely think that Kuroko no Basuke is something you should watch, just because it's you're probably starved for your basketball fandom. But it's about a boy named... Uh, actually, maybe, maybe I should start before that. The In middle school, there was a legendary basketball team known as the Generation of Miracles. And... I guess it's called that because the, the the players on the team were all so talented that it was like a miracle that they existed, I, I suppose. Um, and there are five, six members of the team of the of the miracles. There's five, and then there's a a sixth member, or the, in some basketball they call it the sixth man. It's normally the first person off the bench. The first person off the bench is called Kuroko, and he is moving on to high school. And his talent is that he he has a very small presence on the court. He's an incredible passer, so he's a point guard. So he he, he he's very good at, at passing the ball around. But he also has such a small presence on the court because he's not physically over domineering or anything like that. That sometimes people forget he's even out there, which is com completely unrealistic in the sense of real basketball. But you'll find that compared to Slam Dunk, this anime comes a little closer to the Prince of Tennis side of sports where a lot of impossible things happen, and, uh, you know, whatever. It's not quite as ridiculous as Prince of Tennis. But, so, Kuroko goes to high school, and he meets another, another uh, man-boy, I guess. You know, they're all, like, gigantic. His name's Kaga uh, Kaiga Kagami, and he wants to become a teammate of Kuroko, and they join the, the ba basketball team together. Um, so that's the that's the setup for the show. Um, Kagami came from America, and he's like seven feet, a thousand inches tall. And his specialty is that he can jump really, really high. And he has this special ability in his legs that he can he can like touch the top of the backboard when he jumps. It's sometimes it's crazy, which is impossible. There's an example of something that just wouldn't happen ever, not even in the NBA. So. It's an interesting show. But what happens is that they have there's a lot of basketball playing in it obviously. They they don't spend a tremendous amount of time on training. The heavy emphasis of the show is on the other generation of Miracles players because they all scattered and went to different schools around Japan. I think they're all in the same prefecture. I'm not sure which but which prefecture it is. It's probably Ibaraki because it seems like every anime takes place there nowadays. So that are Kansai. Well, what? So, yeah, some, some, some prefectures really get left out. I think that Kansai, Gunma. Kansai, not even Gunma, Kansai. No, I was going to say, no one here, you never hear about Gunma. Gunma is, in, is, an, is an initial D, but that's about all. Oh, that's true. Gunma is an initial D. If it's not Ibaraki, Tokyo, or Kansai, you ne it's like it never, it's like they don't even exist. I don't know. Except for uh, Tsuritama, which is an anime I don't recommend, took place in Sendai. Sometimes Hokkaido. We'll get oh, some no. love. No, it didn't take, take place in Sunday. It took place in a random island s south. So, each of the Generation of Miracles went to a different school. And so what the first season of the show does is that they slowly introduce each member one at a time in the, for in the form of an opponent. And so, for example, the first opponent they face 
um, her names are so easy to forget. Um, Random Japanese name number four. I'm not. I'm not very. I'm very bad at remembering names. I think his name's uh, Rico Ida, but I'm gonna Google that and just to make sure. Nope, that's not right. That's their coach. Jeez, I don't know. All right. So, so the first, the first opponent from the from the Generation of Miracles is the blonde. Is a blonde character. He's also seven foot, a thousand inches tall, and they each have a special a special power, so to speak. One of them has accuracy that lets them basically never miss a shot from anywhere on the court, no matter where they are, which is completely unrealistic. Um, one of them has this formless shooting, which is essentially impossible to guard, and he's considered the best, the best of the generation of miracles. And I can, uh, his name is a little bit easier to remember, but looking at the list here, there's a lot of characters. Uh, anyway, the uh, I'm pretty sure that the blonde guy's name is Kisei, and he has the ability to mimic people's talents, so to speak. So. And then there, by the end of season one, there are a couple members of, of the generation that have, been, have not been introduced. And so they have like a regional tournament where, you know, it's single elimination or whatever, and they they come up against these these super players in the tournaments, and they, they play basketball. I don't know what else to say. There's not a whole lot to the show. It's not complicated. It's about really skilled players, and they all want to be the best, and so they play each other. But... The show handles action in, in a basketball anime better than other shows. What I've noticed in sports anime, and I've said this before, is that when it's a sport that involves m many people all functioning simultaneously, it's very difficult to capture this in anime because you really can only show one or two people on the screen at a time, and so you lose track of what, what everybody else is doing. It's not like watching football on TV where they have like the bird's eye view and you can see the whole field. It's not like that at all, because if it's a soccer anime, it's just like the ball... You, you can't even really tell where they are on the field, because they're always focusing on one person. It's, it's hard, maybe hard to imagine, but that's a problem that, that sports anime like soccer have, that, for example, baseball doesn't have. Maybe that's why baseball has had so many anime. But basketball also has this problem. Slam Dunk suffer, suffered from it, I felt, aside from also being ridiculously slow, which is something that Slam Dunk suffered from. But I think that somehow Kuroko no Basuke doesn't really have this problem quite as bad as Slam Dunk did. Um, <clears throat> I will say, however, that I think that the characters in Slam Dunk were perhaps a little bit more enjoyable than the characters in Kuroko. They're a little bit more endearing, I think. But the action in Kuroko is definitely better than uh, Slam Dunk's. And rather than just being about slam dunking the ball, it's, you know, about other things, too. Tanoshi in the chat is asking how it compares to Ippo. Oh, um, it's not close. Okay. I mean, no sports anime comes close to Ippo. I mean, Ippo is the pinnacle of sports anime, and it will never be reached. That's my opinion, but... And he's sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. I mean, there's a couple... There are other great sports anime. Cross Game, it's a baseball anime, is phenomenal. I mean, Chiaki cried at, after the first episode. I did. I cried like a baby. It's really incredible. Um, Major is really good. I fully enjoyed Major and watched all 190 episodes of it or whatever. There's a lot of episodes. And there are other good sports anime also, but Hajime Meepo is the top. 
Kuroko no Basuke is good though. It's uh, it's something that I enjoy. It's very popular in Japan. The music's pretty good. Overall, the characters are generally enjoying, enjoyable. There, there's not a tremendous amount of negative uh, points about the show. Maybe that it's. I think that it's it's uh, limited complexity and overall grand scheme for what they're trying to accomplish sort of limits the show. I know that they're trying to win like the tournaments or whatever or to conquer the generation of miracles, but I just never really got a sense of some grand plan. You know, Ippo wants to be the best in the world. You know, um, in Cross Game they want to win Koshien, but Cross Game is more about the relationships. Um, but. Kuroko no Basuke is a really good sports anime. It's certainly the best of the year so far. Um, and if you like sports and like basketball in general, I really recommend this show. And also, if you like cute boy characters, because they're a little bit more bishy. And also, if you like Miss Erica Central Parker, she likes this show. Yeah. In fact, Miss Erica Central Parker has been looking for a gotcha gotcha machine of Kuroko no Basuke for a long time, and I've been looking for it for her, and I haven't found it yet. Which doesn't surprise me with threats. So if any of you listening know where in Japan there is a gotcha gotcha machine of Kuroko no Basuke, you could send me a PM on the forum and let me know. Or, even better, you could buy a couple things and mail them to me and maybe I will send you some money or something. Because Miss Erica Central Parker is in Korea now and she would greatly appreciate that. For those of you uh, who don't know, gotcha gotcha is the machines that you put in like... 200 yen, which is like $2.50 or so, and you get like a ball. It, it's kind of like the machines in the States where you put in a quarter and you get something, but of course because it's like 200 yen, it's actually something a little bit nicer. Um, but, uh... So, one of them, just one more point about the show. The main emphasis of the show is the relationship between Kuroko and Kagami. They're the main, they're the main focal point of the team. And they work together quite well. The mostly because, as they say, Kagami is like the sh is like the is like the sh is the uh, he's the shadow that helps uh, hide um, Kuroko. And that, and what I mean is that Kuroko already has a small presence on the court, but Kagami is the exact opposite. He's this gigantic, domineering player that everybody notices at all times. And so it helps to pull even more attention away from the other players, including including Kuroko. And so Kuroko is free to uh, distribute the ball as he pleases. And so it's very interesting to see the dynamic between the two players and how they kind of learn to trust each other, how they learn to co collaborate on the court better. And Kuroko ha has, has some pretty awesome passes he does. He even does this cool like slap pass where he doesn't even... If someone throws him the ball, he doesn't even catch it. He just slaps it in another direction with, like, the back of his hand. It's pretty neat. Um, all that being said, this anime is not... It's not all that in a bag of chips. It's very good, but I, will, I need to see more of it. It's not completed. I think it's going to be rather long, but the first season is finished, so... Oh, it's probably worth um, four... Four field goals that were that are impossible to actually make in real life out of five. Field goals? Yeah, field goals when you make a is when you make a is when you attempt to make a basket. Oh, I didn't know that. So like your field goal percentage is fifty percent. You made fifty percent of your shots. So I thought field goals were in football. Yeah. They yes they are they're also in uh, basketball. 
Okay. So four I out, learned something. Four out of five. It's a must see for for sports fans. Uh, if you if you can't if you don't like sports at all, you probably don't want to watch it. And like most sports anime. All right. That means it's my turn for some Moyashimon Returns. Um, Moyashimon Returns is the second season uh, to Moyashimon Tales of Agriculture. Um, it was a manga that started back in 2004 and is still ongoing, published by Kodansha, <laughs> written by uh, Masayuki Ishikawa. There are currently 11 volumes. The original um, anime series actually came back all the way out, came out all the way back in 2007. Um, and there were 11 episodes then. Um, this new um, television series just started uh, July of this year, so you can see there was a big gap between um, the original series and this one. Um, the studio both times was uh, Shirogumi, um, and for Moyashimon Returns had the same director, uh, Yuchiro Yano. Um, when, let's see, Yuchiro Yano, did he do anything else worth noting? Um, let's Come see. Come on, what is it? Uh, he was the director for Mujin Wakase Survive. Oh, really? Yes, he was. Wow, that's an anime no one on Earth watched but me. Um. It's an, that's an interesting show. What is that called again? Mujin Wakase Survive. That's a show about school kids that get trapped on a hostile alien planet and they have to like use survival skills. It's really interesting. English English title um, Uninhabited Planet Survive. Yeah, it's it's really an interesting show. Um, but yeah. otherwise, he's just been you know key animation, storyboard, and whatnot for um, a lot of a lot of different things. Probably the most notable was he was uh, with the telecom company doing CG for Akira back in the day. Um, but, back in the day, for real. But. You know, that's that's all, you know, not extremely, extraordinarily important. Um, Moyashimon, in between the two, had did have a, also a television drama, so a live action. That was also 11 episodes in 2010. So this series has been going on a long time, and there's been enough popularity to um, keep it going uh, for that long. Um, the original premise of Moyashimon is uh, Tariyasu Sawaki. Uh, enters an agricultural university, um, and the reason why he enters an agricultural university is because he has the ability to see and communicate with microorganisms and bacteria, and they appear in these really cute kind of, I don't want to say they're chibi, but they're, they're just really cute. Like, you know those stuffed animals you get that it's like, this is my stuffed animal of Ebola. Like, they're kind of that representation where they're really kind of cute. Um, Ebola. Oh. E e Ebola looks like spaghetti. You know those, you know those microbes that I'm talking about. Um, I do, but I don't think they did. They, did they ever really take off? Um, I think they really could have, but I don't know. They took off enough. I hope that the people who did them make a profit. So, um, Tariyasu Sawaki goes to the agriculture university and makes a bunch of friends. I'm not going to resummarize the first season. I already did a review on that. I think back in episode something something something. What did you give it a four? I give it a three. Oh, a three? I gave it a three. Oh, oh you're, a, you're a badass. Um, and so if you really feel um, so inclined to um, go back and find out why I gave it a three and listen to uh, the original the original plot and all that jazz, um, you can go back and listen to episode... Let's see if I can find it 
really really quick. Meanwhile, I'm trying to find a, um, trying to find some way to show you guys some of the video. Uh, oh well, it's being annoying. Uh, but you can go back and listen to one of the episodes. Because um, for those of you that listen but don't watch, we we do uh, try to show at least some of the animes we talk about. Yes. Makes things interesting. Yes. Um, but, uh, so Moyashimon Returns. Moyashimon Returns picks up quite literally, uh, just about where the other episode, where the last, where the first season ended. Um, all the characters are there. There's not really any new characters, at least at the start of this anime, um, which I actually kind of like, because, um, I don't know, I just kind of like the fact that, um we're not going we're not like it's a new season let's have 10 bajillion new characters um so you have all of the people you have the cross-dressing guy you have the girl who's kind of the i don't know i'd say love interest but you know not really because nothing really ever happens of it um but uh there we go i got the video running you have you have her um you have you know the two the two guys pretty much Tweedledee and Tweedledum, as I kind of like to call them, um, but, uh, they're the kind of older, older students, um, but, uh, yeah, you, you, you got all the, the, the main cast that I like, and, you know, their names are escaping me, but they're not really extraordinarily important. Question. Answer. You have to watch the first Mayashi Moon to watch and enjoy the second one. Um, Considering that they have the same characters, and I imagine they don't introduce them all again. I would say, by the way, I just found it. I reviewed Moyashimon in episode 134. There 134? You go. That 134. wasn't actually that long ago. Nope. Um, so you can go back and listen to my review on the first season. Um, here's, here's the thing I would say about it. You don't have to watch the first one to enjoy the second one. But there's no reason I would say why you shouldn't watch the first one. How because long is it? They're both eleven episodes. Oh, it's very short. They're both short. Um, and Moyashimon is is an entirely character driven anime. Um, it is what it is. It has sweet characters, and it's not like the second season is doing anything that different from the first season. But I think that you should just start with the first season because it's also not like the animation is vastly different or improved in the second season. And you might be like, I don't want to. I don't want to watch the first one because it's old and it looks bad. It's it's not like that. So not really that old is it? No, it's not. It's 2007. Like 2007. Yeah, it's not old. So I mean, I I would start with the first one just because it's not long, and I think you would get a little more out of the second season. But if for some reason you really just want to watch the second season, um, you can still enjoy it. the The important thing is that he's a kid that can see microbes. Someone in the chat asked if the live action of this did well in Japan. I. I don't know, but my from what I've heard from Japanese people, people in Japan understand that Japanese TV's budget has been declining recently because no one watches it. Yeah. And that combined with the fact that nobody, has, I've never heard anybody, or I've, and I've never seen any advertising or anything for this show, leads me to believe that it wasn't not tremendously popular. But I think this show qualifies kind of under a cult classic, though. Like... It's either the person has not heard of it at all, or they really love this show. That's kind of what I've heard and what I've seen um, of people both East and West is, you know, most people don't know this show exists, but if they do know it, they probably really love it. Um, but, uh, 
So, in the second season, picks up right after the first season, um, you have uh, uh, Tadayasu or Sawaki uh, tells tells the chick that, you know, he kind of likes that he can see microbes, and of course it, she doesn't believe him at all. Um, and that was one thing that I kind of wish that she did believe him. Um, Isn't that sort of waste time? How, how much time do they waste on her, like, not disbelief? Uh, I know that they probably can't get over it. One episode. A whole episode just because she doesn't believe him. No, no, he he tells her, and she goes, "I doesn't, I don't believe you," and then they don't mention it again for the rest of the series. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I prefer it that way. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, no, I mean this show, this show doesn't really get hung up on overly pointless shit. But at the same time, it can be argued that the show isn't full of anything more than just the characters interacting and being quirky. Um, and for that, the show does a really good job. The characters are really likable. They're all different and quirky enough to be interesting, but not over the top. Um, of course, you have a little bit of, like, a fun element with the fact that he can see microbes, and the microbes have fun personalities. Um, and, you know, if you're, if you're at all in the sciences, or especially life sciences, like biology and chemistry and stuff, you will love this anime. You will get so much amusement out of this anime. Is, is a certain portion of the viewership going to be annoyed though? Because, like, I just watched a clip that we're showing on in the in the in the live the live feed, and there was like one microbe in this room. And in reality, there's a bazillion microbes on everything. Well, Every, it, it's even even in your eyebrows. If you want to get super super realistic with it, I don't think there's a boy that can see microbes. Period. But um. <laughs> okay. Good point. But, uh, I mean, point. On, on occasion, he will walk in, like, he walks into a cheese shop, and, of course, like, cheese is made by, like, mold and fermentation, and, like, he's like, I can't see the cheese through all the microbes. Um, so he does go to places, and he's like, I can't see things because of all, um, yes, 404, I know chemistry isn't a life science, but <laughs> you will still enjoy it if you have a chemistry background, yeah, because... You have to watch out what you say. I know. I know. I, that's why I said life sciences or chemistry. Not... Anyways. Um, but, uh... In... in You know, I don't want to drag out this review because the show is very simple, and that's what it is. It's, it's a character-driven show, and it's enjoyable in that respect. There isn't much in the way of serious plot. My biggest complaint of this show is they spend half the season in France. Um, they, they go to France to bring back a character and, you know, it's, it's a whole like character arc and character development. Um, and they, they, they meet a new character in France who, you know, is there for that arc and, and, and she's not bad. But, um, the thing is, is that like, I just, I, I watch this show because I love the characters that already existed and by going to France, you remove half of those characters. And so, like, I liked it at the Agricultural University. And I liked watching uh, the interactions. Like, they had their Harvest Festival. And it, it was really funny. Like, they had their Harvest Festival. And at their Harvest Festival, all the produce is free. So, like, all of, like, the housewives were, like, outside the gates going, like, all right, you, you take out the football team. And I'm going to rush this stall. You know, like, that kind of thing. Like... And the football team is like, 
we can do it. We can keep them in a line. Like, it's just funny shit like that. Um, and, you know, there's there's a touch of, like, good, warm, warm-hearted messages, like, work together and, you know, overcome difficulties with people and love your family. So, I mean, it's a good show. I really enjoy this show. Um, there could easily be a second season. This is a kind of third show. Third season or third season, this is easily the kind of show that it can just go on as long as you want it to. I mean, I figure it'll probably end when he's done with college. That's what I would guess when the manga would end. Or maybe he'll go out and, like, cure diseases and things. Well, he's... he's uh, be a really great doctor. He's going to inherit his family's company. Which is? Uh, I think they make miso. Oh, that's helpful. What the heck? He ought to be uh, going to medical school. Yeah, well, he can see viruses. He can see them? Yeah. Well, there you go. He can see viruses. Well, well, I'll be damned. I guess it would be bacterial colds. I don't know if he can actually see viral colds. But um, he, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I really enjoyed this anime. But I'm, I can't give it more than I gave the first one, which was a three out of three. Uh, three or out of, a three out of five. It got a hundred. It got a hundred. Oh, my God. Um... I'll give it I'll give it three happy little soy sauce microbes out of five. And and the reason why I'm giving it a three is because there isn't anything to this anime. Um they're uh they're not All the characters are dressed like a bunch of hoes. <laughs> All of them. Um There's like a there's like a maid dressed in black. There's a a girl wearing like Zetai lacy panty stockings. What the heck is this? Um she she's a Lolita girl. She's going through a rebellious stage, and then the other girl who's in black. They they've talked about her clothing a number of times. She's also kind of like rebelling against her family. Um, I mean, as, as I've seen some people mention in the chat, if you want to nitpick this show about like that that bacteria wouldn't look like that, or that wouldn't be you know, there's a willing suspension of disbelief to well, enjoy all, this show. They all sort of look the extent the same. Um. And if you if you watch if you watch the first episode of the show and you don't enjoy it, you want to enjoy the show. But if you like the characters and you like the premise after the first episode, then um, then you know you'll like the rest of it because it's it's more of the same in a happy kind of lighthearted way. So um, yeah, three happy little microbes out of five, um, just as good as the first season. And I enjoyed it a lot. On a, on a Chiaki scale of my personal enjoyment, I probably would give it closer to a four and a half out of five. Unless you really like it. I really like but it. But you recognize that it's not te technically that good of a show. Exactly. Okay. Fair enough. So, that is the show, everybody. So, pretty good reviews. Uh, well, average of a three and a half, I guess. Yeah, we average. Had, we had some really good ones lately, though, which is... Including from me, which is very uncharacteristic. But, uh... Yeah, sorry we didn't have any of the other hosts. You know, Roko firebombed this episode with his drunkenness. So, so much for that. What can you do? It's uh, communication mixes and mix-ups which occur when you live in opposite ends of the world. Yay! Ends of the world. Anyway, so, without any further comments, this has been episode 158 of the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. You can find us at our webpage, which is going to be updated very soon. Hope... Hopefully it will, will be uh, bigger and better. 
Um, Hopefully by the new year or shortly thereafter. www.aaapodcast.com. We are on Facebook. We're on iTunes. We're on uh, we're on Stitcher. We are on. We're live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Japan Time on on uStream.tv forge slash uh, you know whatever. But you can you can find links to that on the main page of the website. So just go there and click. Pretty easy to find. So uh, taking us out tonight is the song "Overfly" from the anime. Sword Art Online by the artist Haruna Luna. And we will be back next week. See you guys then. Take care. Take it easy. Be safe. <laughs>